Look at him, already ready for his debut of the day. He's such an attention whore. Oh, he's been literally glued to my side since I got back, so. Oh, I'm sure. Of course he is. He Look at him. Oh, my God, Scotty. <laughs> he's so cute, though, honestly. Like, out of all your cats, like, I hate to play favorites, but he might be my favorite. Him and McGonagall are both pretty sweet, but. He's just, because I, I relate to him, because he's a big old chunky boy. And I got a big butt, so. He has a he's a big, big cat. Yeah, so I relate to him on a very deep cellular level. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a couple days! I am so tired, man. It's only Tuesday, right? No, it's Monday. Oh no. Yeah, it's only Monday. See, I'm all I'm all discombobulated just because. It's finals week, and I don't normally have class on finals week, but because my flight was canceled on Sunday, I had to go in today to make up what we missed on Monday yeah. <sighs> in class. And so that's why I'm all discombobulated because normally I don't, that doesn't, it's not happening. That's not what's going on during finals week. So tomorrow I'll be back on my regular finals week schedule. So I'll be, I'll be fine. But yeah. oh, so confused when I woke up this morning and like went into class. And yeah, it was wild. Um, now, I have been dragging since I got back because y'all all know what a long day I had on Thursday. I mean, Friday. No, Thursday. Sorry. Because yeah. um, yeah. of my like all night send off Wednesday night, long day Thursday. Didn't get home till like almost one Friday morning. Got up in my normal time on Friday because, of course, I was used to the... Um, time zone an hour ahead. So I, I, woke, I had set my alarm to let myself sleep in a little bit and I did not. So I got up, Yeah, did my workout, had a bunch of work to try to catch up on, a ton of cleaning to do around the house because the cats basically just decided they were feral for a whole week um, while I was gone and made a complete mess uh, and apparently decided that now they're allowed on the kitchen counters, which they know they're not allowed on. Cause there were little footprints everywhere. So, I mean, I was like disinfecting everything, cleaning everything, unpacking, doing laundry, all sorts of stuff. Saturday, I put up my Christmas tree. Cute. Yesterday, just chill oh. today, back, back to work, trying to catch up from being off for a week. So yeah. I'm with you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very, very busy. I haven't even finished my laundry. Um, I've been doing Christmas around the entire house and outside all day yesterday. When we get done with this, I'll probably continue doing more Christmas stuff inside. Oh, it's just, it's going to be a long week, but I'm excited. I mean, we, we have a fun little week, uh, week ender coming up on Friday, which we can talk about at the end of the podcast. But, um, yeah, so just going to get through the next few days and then we'll have a nice little, uh, fun little jaunt down to Houston, but we'll talk, like I said, we'll, we'll go into more detail at the end of the podcast. Cause I think it'll be kind of fun to talk about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So man, just so much stuff going on. It's just busy week and uh, I'm sure you guys have a busy week as well. So we're just going to hop right into the basketball talk and that way we don't have to take up too much of your time. Cause again, this game isn't going to be one that I'm very, very excited to talk about. And I don't think Jacqueline is either, but no, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, um, I, you know, th this game was a rough one. I mean, for me personally, it was just rough because it's it's rough when we play a team like Northwestern and we've been playing them for so long um, when we were in the Southland. And then, you know, we moved to the WAC and then we start you know, playing them once in a while or once a season, if we're lucky now that we're in the whack and they're still in the Southland, but um, dang, that it's just rough, rough, rough game to watch um, on probably both sides of the ball, just because this Northwestern team that they brought is probably, and I'm just trying to reach back and think into my head, if I'm saying this from my perspective, but from my perspective, probably the best Northwestern team that I've ever seen them have. Like since I've been watching SFA basketball, like one of the best teams that they've ever produced for me, like that I've seen. 
I would say their performance Thursday night was better than I've seen Northwestern play since like uh, since we had um, like Jacob Parker and we had that like buzzer beater against them at home. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah. But that's the last time I've seen them that good, um, for sure. Within, I would say within the last, what, like six years, it hasn't been. It's been really, honestly, all us on that side of the of the basketball history. I mean, we've we've played each other, you know, uh, let's see, how many times have we play, played each other? Let's see, whatever 40 plus 35 is. I don't even, I can't do math. Uh, 75, yeah. We played them 75 times. We, I mean, we played each other 75 times, and, man, I mean – the, the biggest win that we've ever had against them was an 18. The smallest win was, was in 13. And, you know, we've honestly, we've beat them the last one, two, three, four, five times. Um, so coming into this game, the last loss we had was in 2019 in Natchitoches. And it was actually, that was a pretty deep We one. went to that one, I think. Huh? I think you and I went to that game. The one in 19? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because isn't that the one? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like a double header. The ladies played and the guys played. Whenever I was bringing all my drinks in there and oh, yep, yep. to be delivered to the yeah, it was. Listen, I had a great day. Uh, we didn't come away with the dub, but the ladies won. That's I right. Think. Yes, because when we got into the van, into the bus. We were all so pissed off, but yet still kind of drunk. So it hadn't hit us yet. And then we were halfway down the road back home to Nacogdoches. And we all started getting like headaches because we had been drinking all day. And (laughs) And I was also sick. Remember, I was like, you were sick. Yeah. So I was like, let me just keep drinking until I don't feel it anymore. And then it's Louisiana. And they they didn't stop, to be fair, to remind y'all. I was like, we were tailgating in between games. And or maybe it was before the before the ladies game, we were tailgating. And then when we were walking in, I was trying to finish my drink and I was going to gladly throw it away. But they never told me anything. So I just took it in. So then yeah. I went back out and tailgated in between. So then I was like, well, I'm going to bring more in. So I brought more in. Then I yeah, got we, and we I think- were drinking all day because we drank on the bus there. And then we drank at tailgate. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, we continued. Mm-hmm. When we came in, I was hungry. I think they only had like hot dogs at the concession stand. And I was like, well, that's not going to work for me because I don't eat those. So I called and ordered a pizza and was like, can y'all just deliver it to the Coliseum? And I'll come out and meet you. And I walked out and got it and brought it back in and sat there and ate my pizza. Nobody said a word. A grand day. Oh, that was a great day minus the loss. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was the last time that we had lost to Natchitoches, to the Demons, to Northwestern was in 2019. Um, fun day in, in all in all, but not the best day on the court for the guys. Um, but yeah, the last five games, obviously not, uh, the, the December 1st game, but the last five games we had one, one, two, three, four, but yeah, I'm just counting correctly. Um, and so it's, it's, it's just rough when we play, you know, someone who's been our rival for such a long time, you know, out of state rival. And, you know, we, you know, people always call it the battle of, you know, uh, the chief cattle hardwood style type game. And, you know, it, it was, it was a, it was a decent game while it was decent. And then we just kind of, you know, it just kind of got out of hand there in the second half, but, but yeah, so a little bit of, a little bit of more history between us and Northwestern, um, the home record was 21 and 13 away record was 17 and 17. Um, the very first matchup we ever played against Northwestern was in 1971 and we won 71 66. Um, total points between this longstanding rivalry of 75 games have 5,462 and the average points is 72.83. So big, long storied rivalry against us and the demons and you know, unfortunately, the demons had our had our number on this one. Um, so, general kind of game notes: the starters for this game were AJ, Nigel, Day, Nana, and Rati. Um, I love how you just put score L. <laughs> oh, whoops! Uh, I didn't go back. Oh, <laughs> uh, we did lose uh, ninety six to one hundred two. They definitely put trips on us, bastards. Um, 
overall attendance was not amazing, but not horrible. It was 2,239. Again, we can always do better, especially when we're playing a game versus a, you know, a rival, yeah. even though they're not in the same uh, division or, or conferences us anymore, but still, I mean, there's still a, it's, it's a historical rivalry that we have between them and it's a home game and it's at eight o'clock at night. You would think that whatever, anyway, I digress. Um, anyway, so they were coming into this game. Northwestern was at six and two. They had just beat, I think TCU a few weeks ago. I mean, they're, they've been on a tear, not a tear, but they've been playing better. The, the product on the court has been better than we've seen in a, in a while from them. So um, it was just weird looking over to the opposing team's bench and not seeing their long standing coach. And I cannot for the life of me remember his name. Mike, uh, something like Mc, McConaughey. McConaughey or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, it was something McConaughey, McConaughey or something with his crazy pants. Yeah. Um, yeah, I always called him crazy pants because he always had on these crazy. Uh, almost like tiger stripe pants or something. Like argyle, purple and orange argyle. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it was was argyle, not tiger stripe. I don't know where. I don't know why I was thinking tigers. I don't know. I was thinking LSU or something. Um, Anyway, so he'd been their coach for such a long time, and now they have this new coach, younger guy, um, and he has them whipped into shape. So – when we when I got there, Jacqueline hadn't gotten there yet, and they started doing warm ups, and I sat there and I was watching them, and I was like, oh, "Shit!" Because and then I texted you, and what did I say? You well, okay, so you only told half the story though, because you said they have a guy that's built just like Gavin, and then I get there and I'm like, "Yeah, but he's like a foot taller than Gavin." Was. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "This dude's freaking behemoth." He's like seven three and <laughs> like big around and bulky as Gavin and he was huge. He was so at first glance, yeah, at first glance, I was like, I saw these guys warm up. I'm like, there's no like small dude on this team. Like, fuck. They had like one. And then, and then when, uh, thank God buckets came over prior to the game starting and he was like, yeah, I know we see this big guy on the team, but don't worry. He only averages like eight minutes a game. And I'm like, okay, good. I mean, I guess that's good, but at the same time, like what? So obviously he's not that great. If he's only average, either that or he just doesn't have the stamina to last longer than that. I, I think more that, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. So yes, we did end up losing one hundred two ninety six. A couple other random notes I had. It was mainly about not necessarily Northwestern, but yes, um, one of the guys on their team actually. He's actually pretty viral, I guess you could say. Um, his name is, is he even on the roster? I don't even see him listed on there. Anyway, I think his first name's like, or his first or last name's like Ansel. But he has, he's he's a one-armed player. He only has one arm. Uh, okay, so, well, he didn't play, so that's probably why they didn't list him. Um, oh, true. Right, okay. But, I yes, I saw that uh, during mm-hmm. warming up for halftime, and I was like, I did not. Yeah. That. So I didn't notice either, obviously, because he wasn't warming up. He wasn't playing, but I didn't notice it until Buckets came over and said that they have, they have this guy on this team. His name's Ansel, either first or last name. I just wrote down Ansel. Um, and he's, he's, he's one arm player. And I was like, Oh, that's really cool. He's like, Oh my God, he's super viral. He, he was, he showed me a video of him playing um, like, basketball or one one v one with like LeBron and all these people and like he's shooting threes with one arm. Yeah, that's nuts. And I'm sitting here thinking, okay, if he can shoot threes with one arm, there's yeah. no for our guy. <laughs> I noticed, when I noticed him, I was like, I was in the middle of talking to Reese about something during halftime and then I saw him like out of the corner of my eye and I was like, I'm sorry. I just got a little like distracted because I didn't notice they had a player that only has one arm. And he was like, yeah, he's really good. And I was like, oh, my God, I had no idea. Yeah. So that was just a really cool thing. I thought, um, thanks, Buckus, for pointing that out. And so, um, yeah, I would love to learn more about that. And maybe maybe after this, we'll look up some videos with him playing basketball. But, yeah, it was just it was really cool to see that, you know, Northwestern had someone on their team who obviously has a physical disability, but he doesn't let it stop him. I mean, he's over there. Buckets, you know. So that's awesome. Good for them. Love that. So one little one little programming note. 
but that was it. So you can head into the the beloved section. Kind right. of. Yeah. Sean Kennedy's stat section. Uh, so our field goal percentage is 56.6. Uh, so, but before I go into all of it, I really don't have a lot of comments on this game because really there wasn't there really wasn't much that we did poorly. Uh, we just didn't have enough dudes. Um, but we'll get to that. So when I'm reading the stats, like it doesn't sound like a losing game of stats. Um, cause they're all pretty, they're all pretty good. Really? Uh, field goal percentage, 56.6. Let's see. Theirs was 51.6. So, I mean, ours was better. Uh, three point percentage. We were at 47.4, which was, they were only a little bit higher, 47.8. Um, our free throw percentage was 79.4. Uh, theirs was 90, so that was better. Uh, our points in the paint was 34, which is, I mean, that's good, but we did score almost 100 points, so um, could have been higher. Uh, points off turnovers, we had 19. Second chance points, we had 10. Best rate points, 18. Bench points, 19. Total rebounds was 30. 10 offensive and 20 defensive. Uh, we had 25 fouls. They had 26, so... Uh, we had 16 turnovers, not bad. They only had 12. Um, we had five steals. We had zero blocks. And then our Pilgrims Pride player of the game was an obvious choice with AJ, uh, 27 points for his career high, three rebounds, three assists, and one steal. Um, I mean, he's really been stepping up since Trell has been out, which is, very, very good. Uh, I guess I'll just lead in my pizza strength. Uh, that's amazing that he is now that um, Rati may also be out for. God, I hope not. Um, so we're really needing the extra help at the point. And I mean, he's really doing a great job. He really is. I mean, I, I totally agree. AJ for sure as player of the game, 100%. No doubt. He's put the team on his back the past few games, and it's just really, really showing. Um, I'm with Jacqueline 100%. I agree. You said that the stats really show that we were in this game the whole time. The only reason we weren't, quote, unquote, in the game was just because of the fact that we had little to no players to suit, like, to come in and, and, and take over and make – uh, substitutions like our substitutions were little to no I mean you know what I mean like we substituted but like it was for short amounts of time that's all we could do well because here's the thing we only had eight players that we cycled in and out of the game that's it one of them fouled out yep then at the end two of them got injured so that left us with five correct literally and I'm sitting there thinking I'm uh, you know well we'll get to the to the grievances in a, in a second but yeah I mean honestly there's not a lot other than that's the major grievance to be fair but we'll, we'll yeah. let's talk about the good stuff first I do love that our uh, points in the paint were back up into the 30s and and heading upwards I know the past couple of games our points in the paint were kind of low so that's nice to see them back up to kind of closer to where we're normally at in in retrospect um kind of averaging out. Also, I love the fact that I don't know, this isn't the first game, but another, this is another game. We didn't have any technical fouls. Yeah, that was nice. So no, no flopping, no text. So that was good. First half of the game, you know, I was really pleased. I wrote a couple notes down, just things I noticed. Like there was first, this first half of the game, um, some good ball movement inside the, uh, inside the paint, some good passes. There was good defense. We were creating some good chaos and making them uh, lose the ball and turn over the ball a few times. Um, but yeah, I mean, those were just a couple things that I noticed that we were doing in the first half. Not saying we didn't do it in the second half, but it just wasn't as often because our guys were getting tired. <laughs> it's There's only so much you can do when you only have a very minute amount of dudes. It's just... yeah. I, it's it's very difficult to, you know, win games by a big margin or just win in general when you're having to cycle through the same five or six dudes. That's it. That's all you got. You can't sit them down for five minutes and have a break. And if you do, it's because you probably fouled out. 
Yeah. And there, there were so many points within just the last like four minutes where we were easily within like two points and, you know, they just kept trying and we just, we just didn't have the players or the gas left. Um, That's just, that's a fact. I completely agree. Just didn't have, didn't have much left in the tank. Those boys gave 110% out there on that court. You could just tell. I don't, I, I mean, I don't care if you're watching it in person or on, on ESPN plus, like they were giving their all the guys who were in the game were literally blood, sweat, and tears, literally not. I was bleeding at one point. I mean, blood, sweat, and tears on that, on that court to try and, and make up some of the difference from the game. But, you know, I have to give it to Northwestern. They just, obviously they had a, well, first of all, they had more people to cycle in. <laughs> That's just a first of all. Um, and and another thing too, there there's a couple guys on the team that were just lights out with the threes, and also lights out with just you know their their shooting was was just a little bit better than ours. Just just gonna say that. Um, not much better, but better. Well, I have a comment off that, but I'll, I'll save it for I guess the grievances, but. Um... Yeah. My, last, my last bit of feats of strength. So, um, Day got eight rebounds. He was playing great. I mean, he did mm-hmm. foul out, but mm-hmm. the, I, I feel like that was just because he it, had to put in so much extra effort because we just didn't have that many guys, um, yeah. you know, and some of them were BS calls. Uh, but, yeah, he he played his heart out. He had – the eight rebounds and 14 points. Um, then I, ha- I had a note on Matt. Um, so he was he was just two of four from the three-point line. However, I felt like he had some great persistence on the threes because, like, there was one specific possession where just me personally, I noticed it because as a three-point shooter when I played, I, I couldn't do what he did on this possession and – I feel like that's what makes a great shooter is I would get in my head. And if I, if I missed it, like I sure shit was not going to shoot again, that possession, it might be a few more possessions before I took a shot. And he literally like took a shot on the left three point line elbow and missed. And then like the motion offense moved and he went to the other side and got it wide open and shot again. Like, and then he made it. So I'm we like, made it. Mm-hmm. you got to stick, stick with it when you're a shooter and not get, negative in your own brain which is really hard to do and he oh. immediately, three seconds later you know took another shot and made it so yeah no that's a really good point I also like to note about uh about Matt aka Kyle Heyman he was five for five from the free throw line as well um so you know I, I, I like I like Matt I really do I think he's a good um you know he might be starting next time, but at, at this game, he was just off the bench. And I think he's just a really good energy booster off the bench of off the bench. You know, he's, he's, he's a quick player. He's, he's heads up player. He's always trying to get the, the rebound. He's always, you know, trying to get open to shoot a three or to shoot a pull-up jumper. I mean, he's, he's all over the court type player as well, which I like, I just like the effort he puts in when he's on the court and, you know, of and my last little point too is is about AJ. We know we talked about him in the very beginning when we talked about player of the game, but my God, I mean, from the very first, I know we've only had a, you know, it feels like we've had a lot of games. We've only had, you know, what like what eight, nine games. Yeah, I think eight. Yeah, um, his his improvement, I would say, his confidence level has just skyrocketed. Ever since that first game, I mean, you remember the first game, first or second game he was in, you know, he he got absolutely um, shredded by Keller at one point on the sidelines. And I felt we felt really bad for him. And I was just like, oh, like this, that was the second game of the season. Like, just oh, give him a second, just give him a minute to get used to playing that, you know, just to playing on the court and playing in this offense. But he's just exploded. And. I love it. I, I, again, especially with, like you said, how Trell's not playing at the moment, which I hope we have him back soon, but um, it remains to be seen. He's just really, really impressed me. And I'm sure he's also impressed a lot of people. I think he can, he can really, 
he can ball. Yeah. He can because he, he can be a great point guard. You know, he can bring the ball out. He can he can work the floor. He's also fast as shit. He can get a rebound and go and go, you know, uh, coast to coast quick as hell. Um, and all of a sudden now we're seeing him as a shooter too. So he can, I was going to say, I think this game, he really proved himself as a shooting guard, not just a point guard, because I mean, for sure. four or five from the three point line, seven of 10 on free throws, eight of 11 on field goals. I mean, and he had three rebounds. Yeah. You know what I mean? A steal. Great. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, exactly. I mean, and yeah, of course he had four personal fouls, but again, we only have so many players on the team. I mean, the only person who didn't have a foul was nobody. <laughs> right. The, the, no, the guys on the bench are the only people that didn't have a foul. I didn't have a foul. Jacqueline didn't have a foul. Like these are the only people that didn't have fouls. Like it's almost virtually impossible to play only what eight guys, right? We said eight mm-hmm. was the number. Yep. And not have a single foul. Like it's, it's virtually impossible. So, I mean, we just have to give it to these guys and really, really, really support them and, and just understand that they are giving 120% plus on that court every single night. And it is rough to play that many minutes and not get a long break. I mean, I haven't seen these numbers minute wise in a long time. I mean, AJ 35 minutes, (sighs) Nigel 33 minutes, day hall, 29 minutes, and that was just because he fouled out, so he had more time to sit. Uh, Nana, 36 minutes. Yeah. Raw T, 19. That's just because he got hurt, so he sat them in most of the second half of the second half. Um, Kyle, 18 minutes. Robbie, 12 minutes, just because he's still coming off of an injury as well. Derek, same thing, 18 minutes. Like, everybody played that can play, and everybody is having – just a hell of a time down there. Yeah. So um, did you have anything else on the positive side? No. Okay. Well, let's just move on to our, uh, our favorite. With the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. You. All right. Well, Jacqueline, take it away. Um, so, I mean, just the the main overarching one is what I said. We, we start, we really did. We started out strong. We looked good. Mm-hmm. Stats were great. There, there's no, like, one thing that we did wrong. We just simply didn't have enough players and didn't have enough gas to, to finish. Um, so that sucked because, as we alluded to earlier, we had two more players get injured. Um, I will say, whenever I watched it back, whenever Raw T went down and – at the end of the game, it did not look good because they wheeled him off in a wheelchair. Um, however, when I watched it back, it did look like it was his ankle and not his knee. So, yeah, it was his ankle because when he was sitting over there, he was icing his ankle and not his knee. It just worried me that still, like, it might seem like it was hurting somewhere else, but it was his knee. But when I watched it back, I was like, no, I'm pretty sure it was just the ankle. So hopefully that means it's not going to be as long-lasting. Um, right. You know, if he messed up the ACL again, that would just he would be done for the season. Like there's no no time to get back from that. Um yeah, no. Derek limped off towards the end as well. Not sure what happened there. Um yeah. so I would feel like it's more of like a nagging injury that's been happening for a while or something like that. Yeah. And then uh my note I was gonna say about the shots from earlier, ankle and his calf. Coach said his calf was swollen so huge. Oh, for uh Derek or Rati. I would assume she's – I'm assuming Shelly's talking about raw tea. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, strained calf muscle. Okay. Okay. Well. Yeah, for, for raw tea. I don't know why these are so big all of a sudden. They used to be super small. Now they're humongous. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully well, that makes sense. That makes sense. Like I said, days of rest, that'll – Yeah. You know, if it's just a strained calf muscle, that's just rest and icing and, you know, getting some getting some uh, good, you know, physical therapy in with, with Jacoby or something like that, you know. Um, but, yeah, when I looked over and I saw him sitting on the on the little table over there and he was had a big old ice pack on his on his ankle, I was I took a breath of relief because I knew it wasn't his knee. But then also, again, when he got carted off in the wheelchair, same reaction as you, I was like, 
shit. <laughs> um, However, so, maybe they learned from last time after making poor Jalil try to walk up the tunnel to just like put these boys in a wheelchair if they are hurt and let them sit for a minute. Like, especially if it's a lower body injury. Yeah, like let's not try to make them walk all the way across the court and up. That was so sad. I know what, and plus, it's not like the old. I mean ramp where it's just a small little, I mean, that's a long ass way to walk and then to get into the training room. That's a, that's a, that's a hike. Okay. Like we've done that a couple times. And I mean, it's not a very short tunnel. It's long and then over. Um, but yeah, Shelly, yeah, it could have been really bad. I think, yeah, of course it could have been bad. I mean, that's pretty much how he hurt his ACL last year was that type of play. And so as soon as he went down hard, I was just like, no, you know, just we can't have another one. And, and then the past said this during the game too. I was like, Jacqueline, normally I would be praising these boys for being like body on the line, giving one for the team, like ooh, taking a charge for the team or doing like a risky layup for the team. And then now this season, I'm like, don't you fucking dare. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have bodies to spare. Don't you dare, please, Lord. Huh. I'm almost thinking at this point, did we piss someone off? Did we did we praise the wrong basketball gods? Did we anger someone? Um, what did we do? It's yeah, it's it's becoming ironic at this point. Like I know. I just I I don't get it. I don't get it. So and and it's just it's just a really uh, as a fan. Obviously, outside looking in, you know, you're you're frustrated and you're upset and you're like, we can do better than this. And I can't believe we let Northwestern beat us in our own home. I'm like, OK, I get it. Got it. But when you have you have to take a moment to sit back and realize and look at this team and be like, this team is broken. This team is battered. This team is injured to shit. You got to give them a little bit of grace here because. I mean when you finish the game with the five players on the floor being the only five players suited up who can go in. Yeah. This is, this is not a good scenario. Yeah, exactly. So that's just my message out to the angry SFA Johnny box scores that buckets calls them who just see the score on their ESPN app or on Twitter and then like to, you know, make assumptions about the game and they didn't watch a single minute, a single second. Get over yourselves because you need to obviously know what's going on with this team. And there's just a lot of shit going on injury wise that we just can't help at the moment. <laughs> I mean, nope. what are we going to do? Um other than that, yeah, I mean, that's like I Jacqueline said and I said earlier, I mean, that's our biggest grievance is, is the injury bug has hit us hard and there is not much we can do about it except for hopefully sit, get healthy, wait, give them a little bit of grace, give them support, still be there, still cheer them on because the boys that are suiting up, they need our support too. And then you have to also realize that there's some of these guys that are suited up that are going to be playing that are also still injured. They're not a hundred percent days on a hundred percent. Not sure about Derek, what's going on there. If he's playing or not, he's not hundred percent, obviously same thing with Rati, same thing with uh, Robbie with Rob. I mean, the only people that are probably like injury free knock on wood are AJ Nana, am I missing somebody? Uh, Nigel. It's not Nigel. Well, Nigel was injured a little bit last season too, and he's been kind of slowly coming back as well. Oh, I get. Well, maybe then maybe Matt, AJ, and Nana are the only three who aren't injured. I would say yes. There we go. Yeah, I, I would say those are the three that for sh- at this moment. <sighs> Lord forgive me if I jinx someone. You guys can. You can tar and feather me. That's fine. I give my body up for the good of the team um, that are okay. So that's the biggest grievance. Um, the other funny thing that happened during the game was whenever we did see the big guy, number 32, when we and he came in, uh, we were making the jokes about how big he was and what, how, what, was, what was his shoe size. 
And Jackson behind us was like, my God, he's so big. You can have a crawfish boil in his shoes. <laughs> That's how big his shoes were. Oh, that was funny. That was really good. I wrote that down because I thought that was hilarious. Because he, he had to have like, what, like size, like. I, I don't even know. Like, do they make a size like 50? Because that's what it felt like it was. Like, he had some huge feet. Huge. He was just a big dude. And then I'm, I'm just glad his ass was on the bench like 99% of the time. Like, I would love to see what I look like standing next to him because it would be hilarious. I agree. I mean, he played for six minutes. Six, like, six minutes. I would look like a kindergarten child standing next to him, I'm pretty sure. That guy, he played for six minutes and he literally had one rebound. And that's it. And then he fouled twice. So, I, I mean, he's just for looks. I, you know what I mean? Like, he's. That's like almost worse than. I know. If you know, you know. I don't even have to say it. Um, I know. I know that's just that I feel like he's just there for intimidation purposes like he comes out during warm-ups maybe like does some dunks because all he has to do is just reach up with his hand and like put it in the net like he doesn't have to even like off the ground stand on his tiptoes and that's it (laughs) (laughs) oh my god Uh, okay so I just have I only have one more grievance and this is what I was Saying earlier that I'd mentioned about the shots. So, oh, yeah, go ahead. We, like I went through on the stats, we, we had a better three point percentage than them. It just seemed like they were hitting everything because, yes, because I feel like the shots that they made were more like either super far out three pointers. We were just like, right. We didn't even defend that because they were so far out. We didn't think they'd make it. Right. Or it was like a heavily defended three with a hand right in their face and they still made it. So then it's just like, oh, my God, they're going to make everything. Like it felt like it was a lot more because I agree. Really impossible shots that they made on the threes. Um, <clears throat> most of them. It honestly, I agree. It, it exactly did. It felt like, honestly, I was expecting their, their three point percentage to be like, Bit like like seventy percent or something insane. You know what I mean? That's what it felt like that they were making every three under the sun. But then when we pulled it up and looked, and it was only literally like 04 percent better than ours. And I'm like, surely not. Did we do this? Did we do this right? Like, it was just it was. It's wild to see that statistic, um, because I mean. We made nine out of 19 and they made 11 out of 23. I think it was just because in the second half, like, I don't know, like, it just felt like they were taking more of them and making more of them. Um, yeah. I don't know. It just, that's what it, or maybe it was just because it was happening at like very inter, like important moments or, you know what I mean? Or, you know, what I mean? yeah, it was a combination of both because I mean, they made, they made four the first half and then seven the second half. So, yeah. Okay. Many. And like I said, they were they were all really impossible threes where they were either super deep or very contested. Um, I kept yelling, like, can somebody guard? Because it felt like it was all from number uh, number one, Reggie Hill. Like, I felt like Jesus quit leaving this kid open, but he only made two. <laughs> yeah, I thought he had so many more than that. Jamonta had three, three. Wait, where are you? Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, Reggie had two. Isaac Haney had two. Demarcus Sharp was two for two. Mm-hmm. Dane Prim was one for one. Anyway. Um, yeah, and there was another guy with one of, one of four. But still, like, holy moly. And then you see this right here, Demarcus Sharp. He, his free throw, he, he was at the free throw, free throw line so much. Yeah. 16 out of 17. His free throw percentage is nuts. The, he was literally, he had double digits in his free throws. Everyone else was like one of two. Half of his points were free throws. Yeah. Holy, holy moly. I mean, he scored 34 points. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that that's a, that's a, that's a good night. 34 points. Yeah. Good. For, I mean, that's a really good night. Good for him. Oh. Um, 
Holy balls. I mean, they had 45 bench points. I mean, what are you going to do? They had so they had all these players, one, two, three, four, five, six, five players off the bench. We had one, two, three, three. <laughs> I mean, again, what are you going to do? Um, but, yeah, so that, that was the game. Um, you know, one word to describe the game analysis. Jacqueline, what do you think? Oh my gosh. Um, I did not say, but hold on. I, f- I forgot one feat of strength. Uh, oh, that, go ahead. But I'm, I must mention because this is very important. So, whenever I watched the game back, uh, one of the announcers was saying, like at the very beginning of the game, that AJ's free throw percentage for the season thus far was only 56%. And he shot 70% this game. So that's a huge improvement because I mean, listen, if you're going to be a point guard, 56% on free throws, is just not going to cut it. <laughs> um, but maybe he just got off to a bad start. Cause I mean, this game, he was seven for 10. So, so what did they say it was prior to this game? They said 56. Okay. Now it's at 63. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. He had, I mean, 70, I'm, I'm happy with that. So you want to take a guess at who, who's at hundred percent from free throws? Mm. Is it Rossi? No, oh, no. Cause he missed one. Kyle, Matt. Mm-mm. Trell. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. Next highest is. Nigel, 87. That's not bad. Matt was 100% that game, so his should be. Yeah, his, his current is uh, – his is really – his is pretty good, too. Uh, his current is 80, 80 – we'll say 82, 82%. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's – it's real good. Um, yeah, no. I mean, when you – again, when you're looking at all of our stats, I mean, from this past game, we were with them toe-to-toe, the biggest – Biggest difference is they had more dudes and we didn't. I mean, what are you going to do? Not much you can do there. Um, So I'm trying to think of what my one word is to describe the game. And it's probably just going to be, it's just going to be, you know, injuries, baby. I mean, that's two words, but injuries. Um, Just injured, 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 injured. And I'm really hoping that this little stretch of 10 days or so that we have off and we don't have any games um, and they can get some rest and maybe some good quality not saying the practice sessions before weren't quality, but just quality practice sessions in, just regroup, get 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 out of their little funk um, of injuries and hopefully just rest up a little bit and, and come back ready to go um, for the next home game. So, or the next game. Um, yeah, so injury. I, I don't even know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm at a loss. I don't know. You could just say IDK. IDK. One word. <laughs> oh, okay. No, that's okay. I know it's just hard sometimes to think of. Yeah. It's just we hard. Really, we really didn't do anything bad. We just yeah. short-staffed. How about that? That's, that's one word hyphenated. Yeah, Good exactly. Time. Perfect. Perfect. Um. I love, no, it's a good one. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, yeah. So moving on, moving on. Like we said, we don't have any upcoming, or we don't have any upcoming games. We do have an upcoming game, but it's not until um, about one week from today or so. Um, versus Paul Quinn. Um, yeah. Which we've played them the last few seasons, at least the last two. And I, they're either D2 or D3. I can't remember. Yeah. Was that Paul? You remember when we were driving up to Arkansas? Yep. Was that Paul Quinn we saw? And it was like in a, well, it was like a, it was like a tiny little, like, yeah, like a little 50, no, like a 20 passenger bus or something. Well, like, yeah, it was, like, it was like a bus van situation. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That was the, <laughs> that should tell you all you need to know about Paul Quinn. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're a very small school. Very small school, but that doesn't mean they don't give us a run for their money every single freaking time we play them. I don't even remember. There was one year that. Wait, hold on. 
and dang, it was a de- it was a decently decent game. It wasn't like a and here's the thing. Here's the thing. I was expecting the Northwestern game as soon as it started, and knowing how short staff we were, I was expecting a bigger, not to say blowout, but just a bigger L. The fact that we were able to keep up with them and we only had freaking eight dudes and they had like twice as many on the bench coming off the bench. Yeah, no, I'm even though we lost, I'm still pleased with the result of the game just because of the fact that we were able to keep up with them and only lose by a small, yeah, small margin. I know that feels like you know, <laughs> so weird to say, like, I'm, I felt good about that game, even though we lost, but I'm just shocked that it wasn't a bigger deficit to be fair. Yeah. Because sense. of the lack of people, not because of lack of talent, just the lack of people. Right. And they gave maximum effort. So we did what we could. Absolutely. hundred percent. Very good. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't say a quick shout out to one of our favorite fans that we didn't know we had. And his name is Kemper Keller. (laughs) Hey Kemper, hope you're enjoying this episode of Pardon Me Alex. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, that can do this during the Montreal podcast and I forgot. And so I made a note on my phone. Don't forget to say hi to Kemper. Yeah, that cracked me up when, when Chauncey told us that Hope you're enjoying it. Hope you're enjoying it, buddy. Uh, (laughs) I felt really good for him. I was like, dang, we got Kemper. Okay. I know. I know. Maybe we need to get Kemper a part me Alex shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. um, Okay. So no game coming up this week Uh, at the moment. Obviously the next home game is versus Paul Quinn. So we have a little bit of time left, you know, to relax and, kind of regroup and calm down before that game. Uh, but moving forward, obviously, of course, making sure you're always following us on social media. Um, looking at the upcoming schedule, though, past Paul Quinn, Jacqueline and I need to sit and really kind of talk and see what our upcoming potential road trips are going to be. I'll be done with work this week, so it'll be nice to have a few days to just uh, – a few days. I'll have about a month off, which is nice. Um, but yeah, so we have Paul Quinn on Sunday, the 11th at one o'clock. It's nice to have a nice afternoon game. That way it's not, uh, you know, we don't have to wake up early. We don't have to go to bed late. It's a good, good day. Uh, but we have, uh, our next road game is versus Louisiana tech law tech in Ruston on December the 14th, six o'clock game. And that game will be broadcasted on ESPN U. I definitely want to make that one if we can at all possible so we can see Des. I, I agree. I agree. If we can if we can go to that one, I mean, I'm free to go to that one. Um, like I said, I'm off. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much open for the most part. So I, I'd be cool with going to that game. We just got to figure out, yeah. you know, if we're going to go and come back or. It, it's not too bad to go and come back. So I, I know the last time we, we played the Lonnie and I did it in one night. Hold on. I'm going to look up and see how far away it is. I think it's, it's just a little bit further than Natchitoches, right? It's like probably two hours instead of yeah. like an hour and a half. Like two hours. Yeah, that's not, that's like going to Houston and back. So that's not bad. Yeah. The, the only hard part is obviously driving in Louisiana is just because it's not like a main highway. It's like a two lane highway. That's just, that's the only shitty part. Yeah, it's okay. So it's two and a half hours from that. Okay, that's that could be worse. We would get home at midnight. Yeah. Oh, we know what time is it at? Six. So we leave at eight. Okay, yeah. We'd still like like eleven thirty ish. We'd probably get home. Twelve. Yeah. That's not bad. That's fine. Um, and then after that, the boys go on the road again to Furman, which is in Greenville, South Carolina, December seventeenth. Uh there still is a no time for that game, nor where it's going to be broadcasted. I'm assuming Furman will be handling the broadcast. And God, I hope we don't have to pay for it. But we'll find out. Um, and yeah, there's no time listed. So I'm not, we don't even know what time the game's at. So that's nice. Um, I know. Then we have another stretch of home games. We have three in the row, December 19th on a Monday at 6:30 versus North American college i'm assuming or university not sure um then we have december 22nd on thursday versus jackson state at home it's a two o'clock game 
It was a later game and they moved it up to two just recently, like literally a couple days ago, which is nice. That means then I can go to trivia. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. And I can, I can go. Since you I'm can go to trivia too. Cause you'll be obviously yeah. in town. Good. Uh, then we have December 19th. That begins whack play. Not the 19th. Christ. Oh, okay. I can't read dude. December 29th is the first game of whack conference play. Um, on Thursday at 6.30 versus ACU, Abilene Christian. Um, and all these will be on ESPN Plus so far. Um, and then to round out our December schedule is the first game versus UT Arlington. Um, they're new to the WAC, just came back uh, this season. So UT Arlington on December 31st in Arlington. That'll be a New Year's Eve game but it's during the day. So that's nice. Um, for those who want to make the trip to Arlington, it'll be, like I said, at one o'clock. So during the day, plenty of time for post-game shenanigans. If you want to partake in such things, um, I'll be watching from home. Jacqueline, I think is going to Austin, right? You're going to hang out with your cousin for her birthday and New Year's Eve, which will be fun. I'll be here in NAC. We have a brewery New Year's Eve party that we do every year. So that's where I'll be. Um, speaking of the brewery, make sure that anytime you want to support SFA athletics that you drink Fredonia beer, specifically purple lights, because anytime you drink a purple light, it goes back to SFA athletics. So crush those purple lights, baby. Mm. Easy. Drink beer, support the teams, drink beer, support the teams and support local businesses. That too, especially this holiday season, support local businesses. You want some good stocking stuffers? The brewery has plenty of small merch, or as I like to call it, smirch. <laughs> Come and grab some small merch, put them in the stockings. We have beer soap, we have glasses, we have hats, we have all of these stickers, all of the things. Come and get it, stick it in the stockings. We have dog stuff, so if you have a little pooch in your life, come put, come get some poochy pooch stuff. Squeaky toy, bandana. I'm just a walk. We're just walking advertisements for the brewery. Yeah. Hey, because they do good. Jacqueline and I do good. That's. She was working on. You were working on January's musical schedule today, weren't you? Well, not January because we don't really have any music during January, but for the new year. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all. We're almost booked out to like April now already. For God's sakes. Yeah. Well, that's good, though. I've been working hard on that. I'm glad because people have been driving me nuts asking me. And I'm like, that's not my job. You've already contacted her once and she'll get back to you. Quit asking me. Well, yeah, I don't I don't like booking out more than like two months in a row. So when I have people bugging me, I'm like, you're going to have to wait. I don't want to I don't want to book out that far because people forget or stuff comes up and then I have to cancel on people. I don't like to do that. Oh, I know. It's just, I know it's just it was people that are like local who keep driving like there's a, just side story and then we'll be done. There's a man that continually comes to the brewery. I don't even know his name and I've asked him multiple times to tell me his name and I will send it to you. But I sent him and, or so I could check up on it. He, he's just he's just a weird old dude. And he continually asked me, well, uh, uh, how do I, how do we get, how do I get music up here? How do I, how do I get booked for music? And I'm like, I've told you once, I'm not going to tell you again. You have so to he, email. So he hasn't contacted me. He just keeps asking how. Pro probably so. Yeah. Because okay. I, I, I don't even know his name because he doesn't want to tell me what his name is and like what his band is or if it's just him. Well, He's like, how do I, how do I get to play music up here? I'm like, I've told you once. I'm not going to say it again. Like you've already asked me three times on different occasions. I was like, you have to email music at fredoniabrewery.com. He's like, okay, cool. I'm like, what? How hard is this? It makes it difficult if he doesn't contact me, but anyhow. You know what he did? You know what he did? He emailed or he, he, he went on his phone and like, he, I think he tried to text it. He's like an old, he's older man. He's like older than my father. Hmm. And I was like, sir, you have to go on to an email account like Google, Yahoo, and you have to type in music at Fredonia Brewery and then send it that way. 
Oh, okay. My like, oh God, please, Jesus Christ. So if you get a request from like a single older man, somehow find that out. Name unknown. Name unknown. Real easy to figure out, but just be like, just be like, I need, uh, I need a, I need a musical like clip from you, and then I'll, I'll let you know if that's the guy. <laughs> Okay. This is fucking annoying. Anyway, um, that's my side story. That's all I have. Um, but yeah, so we got drink for Donia Brewery, support local. Make sure you support SF Athletics by joining the Purple Lights Fund. And of course, as always, make sure that you buy your buy your family and friends a my plate. Why not? Holiday season's coming up. You need something cool. You need something quick. You need a fun little, you know, SFA related gift. Why not get them a my plate? Spend fifty dollars. Get the one-year background-only my plate, and you can give your favorite lumberjack or lady jack in your life a really cool, unique gift. That sounds good to me. Or if you want to go balls in and go a five-year personalized purple SFA plate from myplates.com, do that because even then, SFA Athletics gets two hundred fifty dollars from that purchase. It's an easy, fun way to support your lumberjacks. Some would say it's an actual Stephen F. Awesome way to support your teams. I, I love that. It's an excellent way to support your teams. Uh, not just basketball, but football, bowling, volleyball, baseball, softball, all, all the sports, all the things, spirit teams, all of it. Um, real fans have my plates. Go to www.com.com. I am dyslexic. www.myplates.com slash lumberjacks. You can even get a $50 rebate. Takes only a few minutes to do all of this stuff. Simple, easy, do it. I think our buddy Sean Kennedy is finally home from Qatar. Um, well, he's on his way home. I don't know if he's actually home, but he's on his way. He left because USA lost. <clears throat> um, so I think he's on it. I think he's coming home. He's coming home. Coming home. Thank the world he's coming. He had a sweet. I don't. I don't know the word for it. The cool, like head headpiece that the men wear. Yeah, Do you I know don't. What it's called? Okay. Anyway, he had one made, and it's like America. <laughs> <laughs> it's like American print. Of course. Him and, him and all of his friends had that made. I thought it was kind of cool though. That's but anyway, funny. yeah, no, it is pretty funny. Um, but yeah, buy yourself a my plate. Pimp out your ride. Anyway, that's it. That's all we have. That's it. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you have a great night. I hope you have a great week at work or whatever it is you're doing. Taking finals, playing yeah. games. Lots of people are finishing up semesters. Mm -hmm. so. mm -hmm. Fingers crossed. All the finals go well. Everybody gets good grades. Everybody makes A's and B's. Some C's are good, I guess. Just no F's. That please. That's all we need. Um. All right. Well, Monday Night Football is about to kick off and things are about to get loud in the Rants house. So it is time to sign off. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that my stomach has not been audibly growling. So. Uh, I'm surprised you haven't heard mine because I'm sitting here next to my wings. from Wingstop. <laughs> Well, whenever I jumped up, I had to go turn off the oven because I didn't want my dinner to burn. So it's ready now. I didn't even Waiting see you jump up. Oh my God. I didn't even see you jump up. That was quick. Oh, that's yeah. good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Everybody. I hope you have a wonderful night. Hope you enjoy your week and you have some fun plans for the weekend. Jacqueline and I do. We're going to Houston to go see one of our favorite rappers. We use that term loosely, but listen, we love him. So rappers. I finally showed my mom who, who he was. And it was like, <laughs> I can dig it. I can at least understand what he's saying. <laughs> anyway, we're going to go see Young Gravy. I'm, that's it. We said it. We're going to go see Young Gravy. Two white girls going into the thick of it to go listen to Young Gravy. I can't wait. I already have my outfit picked out. I haven't even thought about that. Shh. Okay. I need to figure it out. It's but yeah. So, it's isn't gonna it? be, yeah. It's going to be like in the 70s. So definitely. Yeah. Because you know you're going to get hot in there anyways. Okay, fine. All right, I'll figure it out. Um, But yeah, I'm going to go see Young Gravy on Friday. Going to come back Saturday. I'm having a little Christmas get-together with some friends. 
and stuff at the house on Saturday. Um, and then we have basketball on Sunday. So it's going to be a good little weekend. Be a great weekend. going to be a great weekend all in all. Um, all right. That's it. Everybody have a good night. And as always, Axe and Jacks with Alex and Jacks. Adios. Thank <laughs> you.